Join me right now on Kumite TV is unblemished light heavyweight Fabio Charant. What's going on, Fabio? Nothing much. Just hanging out. Um, just got out of work, watching the Contender Series fights, you know, enjoying my time. How about yourself? Same old shit, you know, same old thing. Now, the hair, man. What's the inspiration behind that? Um, to be honest, man, I'm I'm weird. I like to I like to do stuff to to stand out, you know. I do my own thing. I dress different than a lot of people. Uh, you know, I just my I just I thought it would be cool, and I just went with it, you know. And it kind of stuck. So I said, "Let's rock, let's rock," you know. Um, I mean, I I've always been been a little bit weirder than most people, you know. So, um, as I grew, as I got older, you know, I just started finding my my own thing and stopped pleasing people and uh, and do like I said, do my own thing and just dress different, do what I want, you know. If somebody didn't want to do something and I wanted to do, I just said, screw it, I'm gonna do it myself. You know, that's the type of person I am. You started out in 2016, you know, you dropped the decision to Ron Marshall at Cage Titans 29. Take me yes, back sir. to that fight and how that, you know, that war changed you. Um, well, at the time, I was three, three and a half, four months into training. You know, I had no prior experience. I kind of just jumped right into it. And um, it, I wasn't sure wh where I stood you know, until, until that fight. And after my loss, it kind of lit a fire under me to, to step it up and, uh, go hard. And, um, ever since then, you know, uh, as you can see, I haven't lost, you know, I was just, it, 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 lit, it motivated me to go harder and push and, and fight for this. Cause this is what I want, you know? Definitely, man. Well, yeah, you just mentioned that, you know, you knocked everybody off, you, know, you turned pro. You know, you extended your undefeated record last November. After that fight, you were supposed to fight again against yeah. uh, Marquise Allen in March. What happened with that fight? Well, one, it, it was a short notice fight. I was trying to find fight. Uh, so my my intentions, I fought in, in last November, um, and then I was supposed to fight. I was supposed to take a couple months off and then fight in the springtime. And after months and months of trying to find an opponent, like two and a half weeks out, the promotion hit me up and was like, hey, do you want to, they're like, hey, can you make 195? I'm like, yeah, I can. They're like, oh, we, we got to fight for you. And it was Marquis Allen. And I, I was like, okay, screw it. You know, I, I need a fight. I need the experience or whatever. And um, accepted the fight not even checking my weight, nothing like that. You know, I said, let's do it. So um, two and a half weeks, just weight, losing weight and uh, doing what I was already doing, training. And um, the day of weigh-ins, my opponent goes MIA. No one could hear, heard from him, nothing. And eventually I find out that he, was, he wasn't going to be able to make it. And I kind of just cut all that weight for nothing, you know. And and then I, after that, that's when my opportunity for the contender series came up. So I say, screw it, you know. Um, I'll wait a little bit longer to fight because my intentions were to fight in March, fight once more in June or July, and then try and get on a later later uh, episode and 
things kind of came faster than I thought it would. Well, you know, when you look back at your your resume, you have collected seven necks. You know, just all the necks. You're just taking them all. You know, and is uh the ground game something that just comes easy for you? I I like I, I'm I adapt. Um, that's the best way to explain it. I adapt. Um, my I think my striking is definitely my better of of a, my game. I just haven't had, had the opportunity to showcase my striking, and and I think soon people will see that I'm not a grappler whatsoever, and they they will see that who I am. You know. I think that could actually benefit you as you move along in your career because everybody's gonna look at the the stats. They're gonna look at the you know on paper what you what you have done, and then when you go out there and start knocking people out, you know, then uh, people realize that you are a complete mixed martial artist. One hundred percent. You know that's the goal. Like I, that's why I like this fight so much. You know, like my opponent's gonna get ready for a grappler. It, that that's what I'm thinking, you know. They're gonna think I'm, I'm gonna push for a takedown or, or do whatever, but in all actuality, I, I don't think I've really ever gone for a takedown in a fight, and and that's the beauty of it. And the the reason why I have so many submissions is due my except for my last fight is due to my inexperience in the sport um, of over committing, getting getting grabbed and saying fuck it you know i'm gonna choke you you know you were a soldier for about six years how is that you know how is living the military life molded you into the person you are today um it didn't really mold me you know i haven't really changed uh, i've been who i am since since god god knows when you know um the one thing i can say that really helped me mold uh, mold me is definitely football, high school football. If it wasn't for high school football, I would have never lasted in the military, you know, because I saw a lot of people drop out and um, quit because they couldn't handle some of the physical physical work or or mental work, you know, because you just have somebody in your face screaming at you. A, all types of nonsense for six, seven weeks, you know, and, and it gets it gets a little overwhelming. But I think um, football for sure helped me out because my my high school football coach was kind of, was crazy, and he helped me to to he's he's part of the reasons of my my mental my mental aspect in this in this sport, you know. I think the the best football coaches are the craziest ones. Yes, for sure. Now, you know, your opportunity coming up against Alexa Kamor, you know, on the Contender Series. When they put that name on the contract, were you familiar with that name? No, not one bit. Um, one of my teammates, actually, Jorgen DeCastro, um, who fought on the week one, was offered, was offered that fight, but um, he ended up fighting for a title or something like that and instead but um yeah my 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 i've just recently heard of him when i got the opportunity you know i never heard of him at all did you get to watch a couple of his fights and if you have you know what are your thoughts on him uh yeah i have uh he's good he's a good striker um seems like he has good takedown defense and uh, he, he mixes he mixes it up well but at the end of the day the guys that he's fought um don't don't move like I do they don't they don't they can't switch it up uh 
and, and like I'm sure he could say the same about me, but at the end of the day, um, July 30th, everything will, will be will be solved and people will see who who's who. Now let's talk about your coaches, you know, the, the, the guys around you that have uh, molded you and created the fighter that you are. You know, talk about them and how, you know, pivotal they have been for you. Um, so I, I jump around a lot, you know, so, so it's, 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 I've got so many, so many high level coaches helping me, you know, um, from Sit Your Tongue to Mark Delagati to Lausanne's MMA to Joe Lausanne and my, my two striking coaches, Jake Benini and, uh, Jose Santos is a boxing coach. Uh, Jake's a Muay Thai, Muay Thai guy, but, um, uh, I'm getting, I'm getting the, the best of both worlds. And, and with with coaches, training partners, you know, so it's, it, it, without them, this isn't possible. You know, it's, it's it's beautiful. I'm spoiled. I'm very spoiled for the opportunity I have in this sport. Not just the contender series, but the the gyms I train at, the training partners I get to train with. It, it's just it's awesome. You know, like just a couple week couple uh, months ago, I was I was getting some work with uh, Joe Schilling, and and you know who Joe Schilling is. And if you don't, you should look him up. All right, you've been preparing for this uh, fight for a long time now. How do you keep from you know overtraining and getting burnt out? Listening to my body. Um, you know, it's, it's been a hard four months and trying to find a happy medium and not training too hard, but training and getting working. And it definitely, definitely helped me learn a lot. You know, um, I, I definitely had to listen to my body a lot. There was a couple of times where I was like, get, like my gas tank and everything were just going so quickly is because I was overtraining. I was tired and, you know, I'd take a couple of days off. I'd come back and I'd be rejuvenated. I'd be good to go. And, um, I definitely think that that's something that a lot of people don't do. They don't give their body rest because they're, they're so traditionally based in the sport. They're like, Oh, we got to train every day. We got to go hard. We got to go hard. We got to go hard. But if your body is not recovering or you're giving your time, uh, giving yourself time to process all the stuff you're learning, then you're not going to grow in the sport. You know, I've also seen that, um, you fought down at middleweight, you know, in the past, you know, is the, is the, future lie in the light heavyweight division or do you plan on going to middleweight that's the goal middleweight um first things first take care of business july 30th and uh after that see what my coaches think um definitely gotta utilize the pi and and talk to their their specialists and see if, if it's a smart move um, but for me, I think it's, it's definitely a smart move. You know, I, I'm not a heavy guy in this division. Uh, I walk around very, very light at three weeks out. I'm five pounds from making weight. You know, it's pretty crazy. Now you go in there, you take care of business, you get the work in Dana White gives you that contract. We know what separation from everybody else in the, in the UFC. Um, you know that's a that's that's a very very tricky question because um everybody wants to be the best they they think they have that that one thing that other fighters don't blah blah, blah you know I, and to me I just think I'm just very different you know especially for a guy my size I move different I talk different I dress different and um. I just think that adding me to the roster would just be would be would be 
a good a good addition you know um they need different they need different everybody in on the roster now is just the same type oh they talk shit and they don't really mean it and it's they think it's the, the smart way to make money it's not you know um i think you can be very marketable without having to talk shit and that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to prove that you don't need to talk shit to, to, to get there. You mentioned you're different, but if you could compare yourself to any other pro athlete outside of MMA, who would you be similar to? Um, pretty, I'd like to compare myself to... Um, that's a tough question. Uh, I don't really like to think of it like uh, think like that. You know, I can't really, I can't compare. I can't say I, I, I do that much comparing myself to other people. I, like I said, I like to be myself and be different. July thirtieth, Dana White's Contender Series, Las Vegas. Thank you, Fabio, for your time, man. You're getting close. Uh, I appreciate it, and uh, good luck on everything you're doing and everything in the future. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure.